Hey, it's Tuesday, and we're using the views. I'm Kim. No, that ain't the part of the show. Well, you know. I'm just messing up for you just because I want to see what you would do. Yeah, I know. And obviously, I just saw what you did. You're <laughs> like, uh, I'm Kim? Yes, it is Tuesday. It is Tuesday. And it's time for another episode of Using Views. Yes, and no, we are not going to be covering politics or the election today. We will be covering what? politics what? or election what? today. What's that? Yeah, what is exactly. that? Exactly. Anyways, <laughs> we already got Tom and Linda Girl in the in the chat. Ch- yes. And what a great, great. Well, I guess we could talk about this real quick. Ah, screw it. Let's go on the other side. What do you think? Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Are you busy? I just chatted with everybody and said hello. Oh. You know, I usually try to man the chat. You do? Usually, but sometimes it only works maybe 89% of the time. You think so? 89% of the time? Yeah, if even that. Maybe 50 at the most. Okay. All right. Well, let me click the little brand button again so we can get on the other side of this. Yes. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Too, use and abuse. I'm Scott. And I'm Kim. You sure about that? Yes. And this is episode 176, Tales of the Jedi, episodes four through six. Yes. We did one through three last week. We thought we were going to get through all six of them, but, but we realized, yeah, we were, it was taking a little longer and we decided to split the sucker in two. We did. And then, of course, it lines us up with next week. What are we talking about next week, Kim? I believe it's Indiana Jones. It is Indiana Jones, and we're going to have a couple special guests. Yes, we are. Two of our Patreon members, and that's yes. Lunar Girl and Dragon Buddy. Yes. Oh, yes. Get to discuss. Right. Indiana Jones. So, yes. anything exciting happened to you? <laughs> I wish. The only thing exciting was the lunar eclipse last night. The blood moon. Yeah, the blood moon. The blood moon. Yeah. That was fucking badass. That was. That was freaking awesome. We went out because uh, uh, the Phoenix... Uh, National Weather Service. Yes. They put up this post of times. So we decided, well, we're going to stay up. We're going to go ahead and start watching Andor. Yes. Well, we had already watched episode one, but we hadn't watched from there since. No. And so we were watching Andor and we were going through. And every time we hit close to a milestone, we went outside, see what we could see. Can't see it. Come back or see whatever we saw and then come back in, do another episode, go back out. Yes. And kept doing this. Yes, we did. Until totality where we were 20 minutes into episode six of Andor. Yes, we were. And then we, yeah. We, yes. Uh, I, okay, so with the sideball eye here, 
I can literally see the TV behind me. I know. Of me going like this. I know. So it's like confusing the hell out of me. I'm like, what the hell? I know. But anyway, so yeah, so now we're actually through six episodes of Andor. We are. We are. And so far out right now, there's only nine. Yes. Come tomorrow, there'll, there'll be ten. Ten. Yes. So we're hoping tonight after Rogue One Radio is over, mm-hmm. or not, uh, when they get to the main topic, I should say, because they're yes. going to talk episode nine right after us at 8 p.m. Eastern. Yes. And so once they get to the main topic, we're going to shut them down off. Yes. We'll be out of the chat. And then we're going to watch seven, eight, and nine yes. before we go to bed tonight. Yes, we are. And maybe even push, try to put, and if that puts us close to midnight our time, then we'll watch 10. Exactly. And, and then we'll be fucking caught up. We will. Mr. Roscoe wants to throw Get on me about it yesterday. Gosh. <laughs> it's all your fault. Oh, I told you you couldn't watch him anytime. Yeah, that's what you say. And then I get the, oh, really? You watched it? Hey. Hey. Anyways, we're going to have a fun time tonight. Yes, we are. Aren't we? Yes, we are. All righty. Well, with that said, I think it's time to go ahead and get into uh, the business part. Yes. Anybody else in the oh well, yeah, ahead. we have two more. Hannah joined our chat and so did Brady. Oh look, brat child Hannah's here. She's not a brat child. Brady. Hey, I see DB. And DB also joined too. Oh, oh yeah, you just forget DB, huh? Well, I didn't see him. I just was trying to read the chat just as you said that. I like pull it up first thing. I see it. DB. Dragon Buddy. Well, yeah, no. You're more observant than I am. And we've already established that fact. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, and BYT just joined us. Hey, Nick. See, now you're getting shit before me because, you know, this, the, the, the live chat here comes slow. Yeah. All right. I know. Anyways, let's get into the business part of the show that you like. Man, my voice is all fucked up today. Don't sound right. I'm sorry. What'd you do to it? I fucking food you've been feeding me. I have not fed you anything that I would call that would mess with your voice. Uh-huh. No, I think it's the fucking allergies. Yeah, I think so. Anyways, you ready to get on with the business? Yes. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Yes. All right, here we go. Get on with it. Thank you to our Patreons, Luna Girl, Dragon Buddy, Don Dellis Newt Solsky. Nicholas Schaefer, Hannah, Mikey, Brindley, Case, and Steve. Son of a bitch, I keep forgetting to fix it. Yes, Steve Longley, our current newest, again, newest Patreon. Yes. <laughs> from Rogue One Radio. We're going to have to fix that ba- banner. I fixed, so, okay, so I fixed one banner. You will see it here in a bit. I did fix one banner today, so I got half. Well, okay. I mean, that's an accomplishment of a man. Yeah. If we get half, you fucking feel lucky. Okay, I'll just keep reminding you to fix the other banner. <laughs> Join our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash usedabusedpod. Search for used abused pod today on all your favorite podcasting apps, including Apple, Google, Audible, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Don't forget to smash that like button. If you are new to the channel, click subscribe and click that bell to be notified when we go live. 
applies to that way too fucking fast. You can find Used and Abused Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I need to change that to the, the gram. gram. Yeah. You can email us at used abuse used. What the fuck? You can email us at Hold used. On. Hold on. Please, please, please get your shit together. I love how when I hit one, I hit both at the same fucking time. Yeah, I know. God. You can email us at used and abused pod at gmail.com and it's spelled out A N D. Damn, you think I've been you think we just started doing podcasting or something? Our website is usedabusepod.com. There you can find links to all of our episodes, links to our YouTube videos, including replays of our live shows, link to our merch store, and link to our Patreon under the Donate tab. And I learned something. Yes. So when I said episode early, yeah. like I did yesterday, I set this episode link up early. Uh-huh. You know, so I had given me a live link to a few people that want to come on. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, I got an email last night telling me from our website saying it was available. Oh, wait, you're on drugs. Oh, my gosh. So I guess I need to reach out to them and say, uh, yeah, you want, yeah, I really make sure that they're live because people are getting notified that, yeah, you know, we have one up when it's not up because it's not live until the next day. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I mean, good Lord, can you imagine if I decide to set one six months from now? Oh, my God. Yeah. You can leave us a message and also click subscribe to be notified by email, which I was just talking about. Yep. When new audio only episodes are available, but you also be notified when a YouTube video. But like I said, uh-huh. if I do a preload, yeah. <laughs> I fucking broke myself. Yes, you did. Son of a bitch. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Anyways, move on. Leave us a message at 928 719 hot in here. Oh, God. What is it? 80 degrees outside? Yeah. Maybe I should have left the AC down. Might have. I turned it up too high, I think. You might did. Go to tpublic.com and search for used to use pod. All lowercase. That's our merch store. There you get our logo. Old logo. That is the old one. On t-shirts, tiny tops, hoodies, face masks, onesies, and coffee mugs. Kim sees it, says she's going to keep updating, but she hasn't yet. Hey, you give me the tools to update it, I'll figure out a design. Just got to log into it. Okay. Now you got to do more than that. All right, go. We are a proud member of the Red 5 Network. Go to red5network.com to find more exciting podcasts. To find all 38 Red 5 Network podcasts, go to bio.link slash red5. And now it's time for the Red, red 5, five happenings. happenings. And to do that, we need to bring in the one and the only Lunar Girl. Yes. Hey, and friends. How you doing? <laughs> Not too bad. How are you guys doing? Uh, I was doing great until we started doing this whole business part of the show, and then <laughs> it all went south for me. All you have to do is read the teleprompter. All right. And I'm the one that wrote the damn teleprompter. (laughs) I got no way to blame but myself. Yeah. Oh, gosh. (laughs) So, how is everybody this week? I'm doing good. Good. How about you? I'm doing good. Yep. Good. Good. I got my blood moon on this week. Nice. 
Yeah. <laughs> the eclipse was amazing. I hope everybody had a chance to see it. Um, and let's see tonight for the Red Five Network. After we are done with used and abused at 8 p.m. Eastern, we will have Rogue One Radio. And as Scott said, that they are covering Andor episode nine. And they have a special guest, Denise from the Sisterhood of the Traveling Bantha. At 9.30 tonight, we have Extra Star Wars, who has been taking off a couple weeks here and there because his Phillies were in the World Series. But now he's all sad and depressed, and I told him I was going to bake him a lasagna. So he's going to have Extra Star Wars tonight. And or episodes eight and nine because he's playing catch up tomorrow at 7.05 p.m. Eastern. We have our boys, the ATSW, the escape pod. That is Don Della Snooch, Brady Big Lovin and Dragon Buddy and special guest Keith. From layman's terms, uh, they are going to be talking about all about uh, Weird Al Yankovic, um, the new movie Weird, uh, the old movie UHF, um, everything, his music, his songs, the laughter, maybe his hair. It's going to be weird and fun. So join us over at ETSW The Escape Pod at 7.05 Eastern Standard Time. At 11 p.m. Wednesday, November the 9th, we have the Sarlacc Digest. They're going to be covering Andor Episode 10, Reaction, Review, and Breakdown, and they're always very spoilery. So Catch the new episode tomorrow and join our boys over on the West Coast at 10, no, I'm sorry, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On Thursday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern is WSTR Media. They have an interview with director, writer, and producer Sean Cockerham, and they're going to be covering the Tales of the Jedi. Tune into them, like I said, Thursday nights, 9.30 Eastern, and that's over at WSTR Radio. On Friday, Veterans Day, November the 11th, at 7 p.m. Eastern, Stranger Things Has Happened will be live. We're having a Hawkins Hangout, which is a mid-season hangout live stream, like I said, Live, live. We're not even pre-recording it. And we have two special guests, myself and Don Della Snooch, are having Sh- Madame Chantal from um, Scarif After Dark and Salacious Rum. So it's the first time we're ever hosting a monkey lizard on our show. And it's going to be pretty cool. We're going to talk about Stranger Things and maybe the people on Stranger Things. And stuff that's strange and and things so join us at 7 p.m eastern over at stranger things has happened at 9 p.m we have the red five tavern which is open for business they are going to be 
continuing with Tales from the Bounty Board. And this episode is called Frozen Fright. We have myself, Dragon Buddy, Tom, Tina, TJ, and Nicole, and Dungeon Master Charles. And it's going to be a really fun time. So join us over at The Red Five Tavern, 9 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern, Scarif Live is going to be discussing Andor Episode 10. Stay tuned to see if they have any special guests. They always do a really great job. So go to them, especially if you're into all that shill shack stuff, because Ro loves his shill shack. And it's pretty cool. Lots of positivity. At 9.30, following Scarif Live, is Dork Wars Live! The dorks are coming back! I missed you, Blake. Um, We're going to be talking about Harry Potter, Year 6, in the return of Hogwarts, and special guest me and Nicole the Sunshine. So, or I'm sorry, she's like a sunray. She's a sunshine. A sunray. Um, but yeah, we're finally back, finally back and continuing on with episode six. On Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, the Science Fictionary slash Coruscant Radio Underground, which is how it appears on YouTube, will be discussing Andor episode 10 with Dragon Buddy and myself. Um, we've been doing the whole series so far. It's really kicking up. Really enjoying it. Um, Andrew and Marisha are fantastic hosts. Join us. You won't be disappointed. Um, also at 8 o'clock, this is Tentative is Comics and Cosmetics. Now on Monday the 14th to close out one week from now at 5.30 Eastern is the Sidebar Cantina. Dave and Jason are going to be going back to the comic books. They're going to talk about Star Wars, the 2020 issues, um, issues one through six. Um, whenever they do comic books, it's really fun, really exciting. You don't have to read them in order to get into this show, but if you want to read them, there's a really cheap membership over at uh, Marvel Comics Online and, you know, really cheap and you get all of their Marvel catalogs. So that part's up to you. Um, at 7 p.m. Eastern, the Force of Light ladies are taking the night off. There will be no Force of Light entertainment next Monday, the 14th. At 8 p.m. Eastern, tentatively is after the weekend. I have not confirmed with them yet. And at 10 p.m. Eastern on Monday, the 14th, War of the Stars and or episode 10 review. Now... Um, I wanted to mention um, a little bit of Red 5 Gaming News. Uh, they are under construction. So it hasn't closed down. It will be back, um, totally being revamped, and it will be taken over by Extra Techie from Extra Star Wars and Extra Techie and Extra Legos and Extra Extra. So uh, stay tuned for more news currently down we'll be back um in the atsw fan family um wednesday 
November the 9th, 6 p.m. A booth in the back. We are discussing week nine of our fantasy football league. Um, please join us. It's always really fun. Um, Don Della Snooch, Brady Big Lovin, then me. And we talk about football and we talk about our matchups. Always a good time. Always a lot of laughs. We only usually get three people in our chat exclusively on Facebook at the Sidebar Cantina. Join us. Really fun. You won't regret it. I promise. This week, layman's terms, they released Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness, plus Friday the 13th, Part 7. Really fun. Really great. Keith loves his horror. He said Halloween might be over, but the horror still remains. Join him over at Layman's Terms on YouTube. Subscribe, ding that bell, select all so that you can get a notification every time he makes a drop. And support our family. He's a great guy. Really funny stuff. You won't regret that either. Orange and Fett Show released episode 57, Boise State versus BYU, this past Saturday. And I believe you'll hear a little more about that after I'm finished. Um, find him on Spotify. They have a YouTube now. Um, go subscribe to them. Um, I believe they're also on Instagram, if I heard correctly. So go give them a follow uh, so that you can get updates. Um, Swede Studios. He's not really doing too much right now. Um, Tactical Swede is asleep. Big Swede's Excellent Adventure, it's asleep. Swede Studios, yeah, he's doing a little bit of work. But where Swede is hiding right now is an explicit noise. Um, follow them on, let's see, TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. And once again, subscribe, ding that bell, select all so that you can receive new notifications. He just released one video a couple weeks ago. He is planning more songs with explicit noise in the near future. So you want to give them a follow. But yeah, that's where Sweet is hiding. And I think that about does it for this week in Red 5 and the ATSW family. Cool, cool, cool. Yes, I totally forgot explicit noise. So I'm only 33% on my friggin' banners this week. <laughs> yeah, the other two, they're sleeping right now. So. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I mean, yeah. So, uh, yes, welcome Brady to the moderator list. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Brady got his lunch. Brady, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, but, but there's a few things here I, I was noticing while your uh, uh, DB says she got she gets power hungry and needs a Snickers. Who, me? Yeah, they're talking about you. What did I do? Something about about how Liz Brady put uh, right here. I won't, it won't go to my head like it did LG. <laughs> it was an accident. <laughs> it was yeah, an but... accident. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. And the Red Five Network um, 
38 podcasts. I think I said that last week. Maybe it was two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. 38 podcasts now in the Red 5 Network. Don't go to red5network.com because that site has not been updated in years. Instead, go to bio.link slash red5. Damn it, I lost it. And that's where you're going to find everybody. Gee, it looks like you got some updating to do. No, because I've got the, the biolink right here. Oh, do. and if I don't say this, Rose going to have a cow in your intro. You have the square red five and stuff. Yeah, I know. I know. I need, I need to reach out, reach out to Alan because Alan did our intro and like, oh, I noticed it last week. Went, oh, shoot. Mm-hmm. Went, okay, well. Yeah. I, I just had to say that because nope, then Ro can stop. Like, I, I can tell Ro, I told the sidebar cantina and I told the used and abused. Oh, also, um, the the red five uh, where it, it shows everybody's icons. Don't yeah. use that one either. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, because one of the podcasts are on there and they're not with us anymore. They're in a different network now. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll take that one out. Yeah. <sighs> There's a different one with the Is red it? five, like it looks like a sunburst thing. Okay. And there's also one with uh, Sir Charles narrating it too. That's another one that you could use. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get him getting knocked out. But... <laughs> You're oh, going to have some homework this week, aren't you? Homework. Oh, oh, on, on top of, of getting mm-hmm. ready for Indiana Jones next week. Yeah. Don't oh, procrastinate until next week, Scott. You have seven days. You know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Eight if you film tonight, but you're watching Andor tonight. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna mm-hmm. get we're gonna get caught up. Yeah, because Ooh. I don't like the way it ended because it ended just ended. <laughs> All right, so let's just go ahead and well, we got LG on real quick. Mm-hmm. Yes, we watched up through episode six. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are loving the show. Yes, we are. Except for one fucking character, and I wish that fucker would die. <laughs> because he Well, is Tim's crazy. already dead, and we hate Tim. Well, okay, I don't remember Tim, but... Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I mean, this dude, I mean, in my opinion, he's a prick. He's a... Pompous shit, windbag. Pompous, that's for damn sure. <laughs> God, he's a pompous windbag. You hear that, DB? Perrin is a pompous windbag. I just wanted to stress that part. Turn turn the daughter against him. Like, fuck off, dude. God, I want to kill you. Yeah. I want to pop your fucking lights out, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But no, yes, we are enjoying it. So, like I said, we're we're up through six. So, we're going to get caught up. I'm enjoying it, too. Nine and then. No, and then you can called. finally watch all of our podcasts again. What? I know yeah. that's the whole point. <laughs> that way we don't have to be like, okay, Rogue One Head Radio, have a great show. We're fucking behind. We're all that behind, but we are still behind. Right, but we're only three episodes behind now. We're not that's right. We're not a whole eight or whatever well, behind now. Before we only watched one, so we were eight behind. Yeah, now we're only. I mean, three. Honestly, the Blood Moon helped us because, like. I'm just like, yeah. let's watch this. Exactly. We're, waiting, we're, waiting, we're gonna stay up and wait for this anyway. So let's just watch it. Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty cool this morning. I mean, watching the Blood Moon, and I thought I was by myself, but you were watching it, and Brady was watching it, and Don was watching it, and we were all chatting on different different and, parts and, of the socials. So that was really cool. Who, 
and for people from using views who don't follow Cyborg Cantina, also our buddy down under Wally was watching it. Wally was watching it too. Yes. You know, so I mean, that was really cool. That yeah, was really was. cool. It was. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I told Kim afterwards. I'm like, oh god, I wish I had a real camera with a big ass telephoto lens. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool. Yeah, <laughs> I had a cell phone with the teeny tiny blood moon. Well, that's why I'm like, I'm like doing all these different fake functions on it, zooming this fucker in. Like, this looks like shit. Yeah. And then, and then I thought, well, you you said the one was it, you know, to be any not zoomed in. So I'll, fuck, I'll just go not zoomed in and see how it turns out. Like, well, yeah, yeah, looks yeah. a little bit better. <laughs> DB, but, he said, uh, you guys are out there singing like Fievel under the stars. And damn it, DB, that I that I was thinking that, but I didn't say it because, you know, I'm a girl and that guy and Wally's a guy and Brady's a guy and Don's a guy and I didn't <laughs> want to look uncool. <laughs> it wasn't pale moonlight either. It was no. it was blood red. Yes, it was. Yeah, if anything, it was like orangish, reddish brown. So yeah, kind of like our uh, who we're gonna bring on next. We're gonna bring mm. on Tom from the Origin Fest show. Thank you as always. You're every week. welcome. Next I week. will see you guys next week for the reads Bye. and stick around for some for the main topic. Indiana Jones. Talk. Exactly, it's gonna be fun. We're Bye, guys. Night. Night. Uh, oh, that was a blast. Yes, it was. Always, always enjoy. So let's real quick, let's finish off what we got for reads. We only have a few more to go. Um, maybe, if I can remember which ones we have. Okay. All right there. As a reminder, all links are in the show notes pinned to the top of our Twitter page. And go to bio.link slash usedabusepod. Yes. All righty. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Time to bring in our other guest. One half of the Orange and Fett show. Yes. Better known as Bronco Fett. And just so everybody knows, Bronco means Boise State Broncos, not yes. Denver Broncos. Exactly. Tom! <laughs> <laughs> got my So, you guys played BYU over the weekend. Hmm. The first part was the Sunday after, as I've explained, I think, uh, about a year ago on your show. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about Sunday after BYU games, regardless of who they play. Well, we put it on our pod, the the reaction, because right after church, we we did that because it's a 45-minute drive, because it's another city. Uh, It's just the way they act. I don't know if I get into it here, but... It just makes me so mad the way that they're just so full of themselves. Exactly. Exactly. And before we get into that, let's go ahead and we want to get Kim to see something. Kim's not seen this. I've seen it, obviously. Okay. Because I literally took a picture of it yesterday again. And I took it from after uh, Bronco Fett, after Tom had retweeted it with his, what he uh-huh. said. So make sure you read the bottom part first, Kim. Bottom part. Okay. All right. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go for it. Oh, you can't hold on. Hold on. Let me go full screen. Oh, Jesus. Oh, here we go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, what did you do? Oh, I'm just taking screens all over the fucking place. This yeah, is... you are. Do a live. Fuck yes, it. Yes, we are. All right, here we go. Here we go. 
You hit this button. See, they can see. God damn it. There. Okay, read Down the on the bottom, it says, I can't see how you can be a member of the church in good standing and still like Boise State. What the fuck? <laughs> that is fucking bullshit. We are not all Boise State. A Boise State fan or BYU fans. Hell, I'm a Utah fan. So bullshit. That is fucking bullshit. They are so fucking full of themselves. It's not funny. God, I hate BYU. I felt the same way. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, that was worse than fucking PJ one. Imagine my surprise, the <laughs> former president and, you know, married to the Relief Society president. Oh, oh yeah, we're not in good standing anymore. Oh. Uh. oh. But, you know, that, but that's the problem is that's how, you know, I mean, like, you know, when we had the episode a year ago or a little over a year ago now, that's exactly how it is. It doesn't matter if you are, you know, Boise State fan or uh, if you're against BYU, they feel like you shouldn't be a part of the church, which is wrong. Yeah, because the original BYU was Utah University, not the BYU that's in Provo. God damn, man. Oh, my. Easy. Preach. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to anybody's fucking ears. Ugh. Yep. Oh, gosh. Wow, I knew that was going to go good. It's bullshit. They are so full of themselves. It's not funny. They, they are not them. the number one churchgoers. I'm sorry, they're not. They have issues too. I mean, when you've got the full fucking board of directors being BYU fans, that's something pretty bad. When they put sports in front of church or integrated the two together, that's bullshit. It's two separate things that should be integrated as one. Or if a student gets a tattoo, they get kicked out because of the yeah. thing fine. Right. Yeah. I see a lot of those athletes, you know, basketball and football, you know, arm, arm tattoos, you know, and neck and whatever. Yeah. God, I hate BYU. Oh, and then, you know, how, well, BYU is against people of other faiths, right? You know, mm -hmm. well, you can't be a member of another faith and go to BYU. It was bull crap. But, uh, well, you know how when the uh, visiting team comes out and I, I've seen it in a lot of different football stadiums. Uh, the visiting team comes out and they go to the other side and they, I don't know, they kneel and they pray. They they do something, you know, a lot of them like that. Right. Third of those guys start, got up and did that and then walked away. I'm like, sounds interesting, right? It's like the, the athletes are getting special privileges. They can do whatever they want, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, okay. that's, Yeah. Oh, I wish it was safe. They're probably be drinking Mountain Dew too. Oh, I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Well, I mean, it's it's about as bad as that that thing going around that the teenagers and everybody are doing, or even BYU students are doing, where they're um uh, what dry humping each other because oh, there's the one I was looking for. Ha, Pacific. Real quick, since we're talking about BYU. Okay. Pacific cancels volleyball match with BYU over Duke racial slur allegations. Good. I'm glad. BYU says Pacific declined meetings to talk about decision. BYU held their own investigation. According to them, they did not find any 
wrongdoing. That's bullshit. I found. It's not wrongdoing over there. But they are, I mean, this is not the first team that's actually counted. We talked about before. There's been like two or three other teams so far that have canceled games. And really what just needs to happen is all Division One schools just need to say, we're not going there. We're not going to yeah. play them. And then who are they? They they don't have nothing. Exactly. And then they're going to see these star athletes leave. Yeah, exactly. Big 12. Exactly. Um, uh, non-LGBTQ friendly. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. I mean, but yeah, yeah, well, I, I knew, I knew last night where when I saved it, got it up on the computer, I knew when she saw this, I knew where we were going. <laughs> One person. That's all of them. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's not, yeah. It, it's the whole school. It's well, from it, the, it's, from I mean, the administration down to the students. It's like we talked about a year ago. I don't, I mean, again, I can't speak of Relief Society because I never went. Oh, except for, what, the fifth Sunday every month when we shared. Yeah. Or not fifth Sunday every month, but fifth Sunday, whenever it was a fifth, fifth Sunday, Sunday in the month. Yeah. But every elders quorum, especially during football season, wasn't bad during basketball and the rest of the time. Oh. But football season, you would go in there, what was elders quorum, an hour? Uh, yeah, it was an hour. At the roughly time. an hour long. Yeah. You spend 45 minutes talking about the BYU game. And then somebody go, well, I guess it's time to start talking about today's lessons. Like, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really said it was the same way. Let, let's put our priorities straight. Yeah. Know? Really said it was the same way. But that's half the reason why. There's a lot of reasons why I'm not going, but there's that's part of it. Because, yeah, me and uh, this, it was almost, I almost had a fight break out in Ellis Corman Orm. Yeah. Because one of the members said shit about Kaepernick when he played for Nevada and said he was a effing cheater uh-huh. um, and kind of used some other slurs and yeah. Well, he I, is a cheater. Huh? He is a cheater. No, he's not. He was fast. He, <laughs> he was tall, he was tall, lanky, and fast, and that's what on regulation size goalpost at the uh, Boise State versus Nevada game that uh robs Boise State of its uh, Rose Bowl uh potential. <laughs> Anyways, no, we're, I'm talking not, about, we're, we're talking about BYU fans, though. <laughs> but yeah, and that was the last time I went to church. Matter of fact, that and then there was another outcome where I sent a, literally an email to the bishop of that ward said, I want no part of this fucking church anymore. I yeah. want no one over here from this fucking church anymore. Yeah. Because they denied something that was horseshit. Yeah, I know. Because he had his own agenda. Yeah, I know he did. But anyways, we won't go in there. No. Anyways. Have I explained to you why I'm a Knicks fan when I was about 11 or 12? Sure. We got... Where, okay, you got Utah, right? Well, where am I? Right here? Yeah. New York's on the other side of the country. Right. Yeah. They told me I had to like uh, the jazz because, you know, at church, right? Oh, God. Like so, yeah, here's the Knicks right over there. Of course, they haven't... Uh, won a championship since there was one Star Wars movie out in theaters. So I, when we moved, when my family moved up to Oregon and my whole family around there were 
Blazers, Blazers fans. And so that's how and why I'm a Blazer fan. I had my moments of hating the team. Pretty much the year, the season we got rid of Drexler. Uh, I mean, oh. it's like, why? He's, he was a good player. We shouldn't be getting rid of him. But, you know, I, I, I don't watch enough NBA anymore to even care. <laughs> I told Kim, I said, maybe this year I might actually start watching NBA again. I don't know. I, I always I look at the NBA and the NFL. I mean, NFL is saying, you know, always to, for no fun league. Or not. I love the one from the bloopers back in the day where uh, I think it was Jerry Glanville said, uh, the NFL stands for not for long when we make calls like that. <laughs> What's wrong, Kim? I was drinking right that moment. Okay. Uh, uh, you shot BYT, Kim. I know I did. Wow. New side of Kim. Yes. Uh, actually, oh. uh, back to our <laughs> if you go back into our archives and listen to our racing episodes yeah you'll see that side you'll of me see there's a side of kim when we start talking about pj1 compound and tire blankets yeah that traction compound really works though i know right no it don't it ruins the track and those tire blankets don't need to be on the tires and just want to shout out hey white shadow welcome but yeah but yeah i know i it is I knew what I was going to get by putting that on the screen. I knew it. You know? Yeah, I even scared Brady. <laughs> what? Yeah, Brady said I scared him. Yeah. <laughs> Brady said, whoa, I'm scared. <laughs> oh, Lord. You should have seen me about to throw punches at church the other day. Yeah. And they, and they, and they do it and they keep doing it. I think, I think that's what they want us to do. You know, if you're not a BYU fan and you go to this, Go to the, go to the church. They want to, you know, they want to, to try to antagonize you to throw punches. Oh yeah, yeah. Problem is, I may throw a punch first, but then I'm pulling out a switchblade. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start cutting shit off. Yeah, church. It's always uh, uh cougars or Utes. Well, neither. I'm not in Utah. Yeah. You know, it's Broncos, Cougars, and Utes. They. They don't accept the fucking youth. No, they don't. They don't. Holy crap. But the youths, their fans are very, very nice and very pleasure. Pleasure to be around, you know. Yeah. yeah. Of course, they haven't had a touchdown on Boise State since the uh, previous decade. Yeah, right. I uh, I learned one thing I learned in Utah was how to piss off a BYU fan really quick. And that is just, and again, I'm not doing this because of, we're talking politics, but because of the fact that Utah is red and BYU is blue, you always, I just call them a bunch of fucking Democrats. That sets BYU fans off and yeah. sets their group off. Yeah, it does. How dare you? Scarif! Hey, bro. But yeah, no, I mean... Yeah, it's disgusting, Tom. I mean, just to back that, you know, how dare, uh, you know, how can you be a member or a good standing member of the church and like be Boise State? Well, how can you be a good standing member of the church and be a, a BYU, BYU fan? fan? I mean, I'll have to use a pull, pull some archives of how they 
treated Utah players in the past. And, oh, yeah. and then again, I mean, even a year ago, we talked about you and, um, you know, uh, Orange Jacket guy going to BYU, going down to Lavelle Edwards Stadium and what you guys had to deal with. Yeah, we you don't. Know, but, you know, on the bright side, we don't go there. We, there's no possibility of going there anymore. Right. They're just horrible, horrible. And, well, at the game, they were bad, bad people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, it's a, and, and the unfortunate problem is the reason why it's that disgusting is because they're in the backyard of the church. Yeah, they are. They are. Salt Lake. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're fine. No. But, anyways. Oh, my. Oh, sorry. So, for you me. guys rebuilding? Let's just say, have you guys fired the coaches yet? Oh, I almost swore. <laughs> We need to fire all the coaches because, you know, we had a bad situation going up. We lost to, um, was it El Paso, um, UT, UTEP, and that was bad, right? And then uh, the next game, we started doing real bad, but uh, Dirk Cutter came in, and we started doing well again. I'm like, okay, Mr. Avalos has a reprieve. We just lost to a team that had a four-game losing streak. We need to fire every single one of them. Yeah, bring back yeah. that Auburn. Yeah, I, I, and oh. just so you know, I mean, I ha, I haven't paid attention to what Nevada's doing, so I really don't care this year. I know they suck. Oh, we play them uh, Saturday. This oh, Saturday. cool. Well, you guys are gonna win. Yeah, I'm sure we're not. I'm sure Nevada's not doing nothing. I don't know. Their their fans are a lesser degree of BYU people. They they're more of a well. New, I think it's because we. Fight. <laughs> well, I mean, Reno and, and Boise, I mean, we really actually all get along really well. You know, I mean, when I went to that game, you know, there at McKay and Reno, and I was sitting right next to Boise State fans, and all of a sudden they're like, come on, you guys got to score. We don't, want, we don't want it to be a goose egg. I'm like, holy, what? I would. <laughs> if I was in your shoes. You know, and then, but I mean, it's cool. They're, they're, I mean, they're, they cheered with me when we finally scored. I mean, it made no big difference, but, and then, you know, I told them, I said, well, regardless, if you guys go to Tuskegee's Fiesta Bowl, I'm rooting for you guys. You know, I mean, but then, you know, like I said, I mean, I've got, I had an uncle who went to Boise. So, I mean, it's not like, yeah, I mean, I, my fandom for the Wolfpack is only when Chris Alt's there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a life. I'm not a lifer of that team. Never have been. Yeah. And really, I never really had a lifetime root for college football because in the '80s, I can't stand college football. Hmm. If, it, if it wasn't the NFL, I wanted nothing, no part of it. Oh, because yeah. I, I just looked at college as being the rookie league. Yeah. You know the the amateur league. You know, kind of like high school ball is. You know, and so I was the opposite way because I was told I had to like Steve Young and the Niners at church. Oh no. Oh my God. Didn't like it. <laughs> In fact, uh, that's why I started liking a lot of the uh, NFL teams on the Eastern Seaboard, also along with the Knicks. But um, yeah, yeah, don't blame me. No, I mean, when you're being told who you, who you're supposed to cheer, cheer for or whatnot is wrong. Yeah, you know, I mean, my father, my father is probably not now as bad as he was in the 70s and 80s, but he's a diehard friggin' Raider fan. You know, and the first word, he never once said, you need, you're, either you're going to be a Raiders fan or you're out of this house. Yeah, see, my dad was the same way, and he was a diehard Patriot fan. 
cheaters. We've established the fact that yes, they've been caught cheating more than once, but they don't are not the only team that's cheated in their history. Just the ones that are stupid enough to get caught. Well, it'd be, it's okay. And so, yes, be and so yes. So the proof? You got no proof that any other team cheated. And yes, they goose egg themselves out of a championship with the Giants, but the Giants deserve to win that one because our heads weren't in the game that year. <laughs> you know, it was twice, right? Yeah, twice. Our heads were not in the game. They were literally Tom Brady's kryptonite. Tom Brady's helping me out in my fantasy football, though, so. There you go. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Buccaneers are not doing nothing this year. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm not. Of course, it's kind of like what the Patriots were doing when he was with them. They'd have a good year, and then they'd have a bad year. Good year, bad year. Yeah. Until they met the Giants. Until they met the Giants, and then their year was bad. But they deserved it because they always overlooked them. <laughs> How nuts is Dave Martin going to go if the Eagles keep going the way they're going, though? Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> Honestly, I think at this point, I mean, I know it would be cool to see another undefeated run try to get to the Super Bowl and shut the 72 Dolphins up. But I think at some point, every team in the regular season needs to lose. Because otherwise, you think you're untouchable, you're unstoppable, and that's kind of what—that's what, that's what um, happened with I the Patriots. A, well, I watched an interview with Teddy Bruschi, and yeah. I asked him what happened on that undefeated season. He said, "When we got to the week of the Super Bowl against the Giants, we were designing the ring. Yeah, they weren't looking at the Giants the, as a problem. problem. No, they were looking at, oh, we've got these guys, so let's start to design the ring. And they and they, and they lost. And they deserved to lost. They deserved to have lost. They deserved that. to lost. Yeah, they deserved the loss." I'm sorry, they did. If you're going to do that in your in your locker room, they deserve the loss. Because they were not paying attention to who they were playing. Exactly. But, yeah, no. I know, Tom. I mean, football season is the worst time to be a member of the church, especially if you yeah. don't like football or let alone be a fan of another team besides BYU. And heaven, for, and heaven forbid you're a fan of another team and live right down in Utah County. Oh, then it's fun. Then, then, then that's when I wear wear all that Utah gear, Utah, um, Utah uh, youth gear. I'd purposely wear it. <laughs> that's good. Purposely wore that, and purposely wore my Nevada Wolfpack stuff. <laughs> do Just don't wear black and gold in Boise. Black and gold. That that's uh, well, they used to be our big rivals upstate. Now they're not really anything, but we still hate them. Oh, okay. <laughs> University of Idaho. Oh, God. <laughs> the bad guys. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> now, the only only team I have ever paid attention to out of Idaho has been Boise. Yeah. Only team. I mean. Are yeah. you the city of Caldwell? Do you, you heard of that? Yeah, I've heard of it. Okay. Um, well, they have a, they have a, a college there. It's not a university yet. Um, but they have an NAIA football team, and they're uh, top-ranked now, and they're going to be in their, their playoff. So that's kind of cool. Cool. Top, yeah. I, I know it's very small potatoes. Yeah. I don't hey, hey. Playoff, playoff. Playoffs are playoffs. Yep. Playoffs. <laughs> God. I need to get that Jim Moore apart. Yeah. That's for I, I still remember, I remember that one, and then that one from uh, Danny Green when he coached the Cardinals. Uh-huh. We thought, we thought they were who they were or some shit like that. I was like, he was all pissed off because yeah. they got beat by somebody. And 
Yeah. And then he's like, Boy, crown him, crown him. Yeah. Yep. And just think, both those guys lost their jobs shortly after that. Yeah, they did. Like, this is your head coach. He's all psycho. <laughs> yeah. As far as the arrows that are on the Cardinals go, I don't care what they do. I don't either. <laughs> I love how, uh, I think, um, I think it was during the booth in the back there. One of them, somebody gave me crap about, I said something and they said something about um, Arizona Cardinals. I'm like, yeah, wrong team. Very much. That's not my team. No, no. I care less what happens to the Cardinals. Yeah, same here. I care less what happens to the Seahawks. Yeah. And as far as the Rams go, yeah, they suck too. Oh, they've sucked all year. Yeah. Well, my team still also sucks too. But that's because we got Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, my team ain't doing any better, but. Anyways. All right. <laughs> Well, oh gosh, but yeah. So yeah, so what you guys got? What are you guys talking about this week, Tom? On Orange and Fett show coming up. Me. We haven't decided yet. We're gonna talk about that tonight. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> um, well, he's the no politics, but he's the uh, district seventeen chair, so he's okay. gonna stuff tonight, right? And um, we're gonna be using that opportunity to we're trying to get rid of uh, daylight savings. That's kind of our big thing that we're right. trying to do. It's bullcrap. The whole yes. system daylight savings is bullcrap. Her dad, I, I love her dad because, and, and, and you know, obviously he passed away earlier this year, but he used to always say something leave it to a white man to think that you can cut off the top, sew it down the bottom, and gain extra time. Yeah. There's no need for it. <laughs> no. no. I agree. There well, isn't. So, and that's the thing, like today, I had to remember, okay, because, you know, during, when everybody's on daylight savings time and we're still on our mountain standard time, our time for the show to go live for us here is two o'clock. Yeah. Well, then when everybody falls back, it now becomes three o'clock here. Yeah. You know, it stays five Eastern. And that's the reason why we do that is so we have to make, the. but I was like worried that I might, you know, like yesterday when I was setting it up, like oh, what time are we going to set this for? Oh yeah. This time. Cause I can just see, set it wrong, go live early and get like, have have a little girl reach out going, uh, why are you live an hour early? I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it doesn't help with the work schedule either. <laughs> what time is it for you guys right now? Is it almost four? It yep. is almost, almost four. four. Yep. Oh, so we're we're yeah, we're back on the same time. For now. Yeah. Maybe, maybe forever. Who knows? That'd be good. That'll be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's what uh going on with that we've actually done a bunch of episodes lately out of sync and uh we're gonna record something friday morning okay i don't know so now you got the youtube channel you guys plan to do some live shows yes that's uh that's the plan but thing is we we always do our stuff in the morning at about 9 a.m or 10 a.m our time so um i don't know in the evening we're gonna have to do something else yeah We'll we'll figure that out. Um, well, between now and and Thanksgiving, we are going to do an episode Matt wants to do called the Black Friday Accords, and the, he's he gets on this rant about uh, no Christmas stuff before Thanksgiving, you know, and keep keep Halloween here, keep Christmas there, and um, yeah, he wants to do something like that. So we might do that this Friday, or I'm not sure. Right. Because review the trailer for a Christmas story. Christmas, because I, I I'm really excited about that, and Matt uh, doesn't want to do Christmas before Thanksgiving. Okay, I understand. Oh, yeah. blame me. I mean, when 
I mean, it was September 9th, I went to oh, what's the Walmart one? Sam's Club with my mom, and they had a nut. They had a one of those big tall nutcrackers are you out for sale. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. This is September, people. Yeah. Well, let's let's get to Halloween. Let's have Thanksgiving, and then we can talk Christmas. Well, it's just like it's they they have all their back to school sales, have all the clearance on the back to school, and then jump right into Christmas. I know. Well, my mom. I mean. When her and my dad ran Sprouse Rides back in the 70s, they she said they had to make all their Christmas orders in January. Good. God. So if you were like in like 1972, yeah. your orders for 72 Christmas was made in January of 72. Oh my God. I'm like, God, you imagine what it is today. I know. I'm sure it's I mean, well, I mean, when we worked at Burlington, uh-huh. we would start getting Christmas in August. Yeah, we would. Yeah, we would. In the back door, but you had to put it off to the side because it couldn't go on the floor until a certain date. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's disgusting. And, but what can you do? I'm, I'm more at the Christmas huh? side of things all the time. And Matt's more of a keep it till Thanksgiving. I like Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is you. Everyone else hates it. I'll have to listen to it again. I can't remember. I think I like that one. There's I, a lot of Christmas songs I like, so by different yeah, artists. I'll have to listen to it. To, I'm sure I probably heard it. I just don't remember. Yeah. But <laughs> well, if anyways. you tell you've heard it over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Like like, like a Fred Meyer or, or a grocery store or something like that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Well, heck, I mean, two, what, three weeks ago, I walked, we're getting ready to walk into Walmart here, and they're playing New York Group by Ace Freely. I'm like, hello. Really? Like, Freaking. Ace Freely's a song from his solo album being played at Walmart. <laughs> That's cool. You're kidding me. Okay, I you know I mean besides all the '80s music they played, like wow, you know, walking up like okay, man, I remember this artist. Who was it again? Yeah, but yeah. But. Seen that trailer for A Christmas Story Christmas? I think I've seen one. I know I've seen something. Well, there's. Still- I know I'm excited for it. You guys gotta see that. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We I definitely I know I want to see the show because the fact that Peter Billingsley's back. And all his friends. Yeah, right. And his brother. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it should be it should be awesome. I mean pay no attention to Jason Roscom. He's just a Scrooge. Boy, is he in the chat? No, is he was talking crap about the movie yesterday. Oh, oh. Well, okay, you know, uh, at least he finally put on a damn hat. You know, I mean, that little piece of hair he has right here. <laughs> yeah, the for, little... for months, I've been looking at that going, you know, Jason, that looks like a piece of pubic hair. <laughs> I mean, it's just the way it cuts off. You know, he's got the headphones on. It cuts off perfect where it's just this piece, a patch of hair, and it looks like it belongs on, yeah, down yeah. in the pubic region. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, oh, but yeah, so we're, we, yeah, oh gosh, but yeah, I feel you, I know, I know what you go through, anybody that's ever been part of the uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints knows the pain, especially if you like some other team besides, and you don't like BYU, it's, it's disgusting how they treat people. Yeah, it is. And. It is. People go away and they don't like the way the church operates. Right. 
you know? Exactly. But, well, thanks for coming on, Tom. Yeah, no problem. And uh, you have a good, good night, and uh, can't wait for you guys' next episode. Yeah. Um, it's probably be the Christmas thing. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. But until then, man, you have fun. Be, uh, stay warm up there. Okay. I, I know it's like it's got a, a notification like an hour before the show went live that they can send you your guys' winter storm warning. Ah, oh, crap. It's been like nice up until I haven't looked outside yet today. So, so well, it probably won't. It probably, it'll probably come out over, in overnight. You know how things work. Nice during the daytime, you wake up with snow in the morning. Chris, well, Matt and I will be leaving our festivities and stuff about 2 a.m. So, right now. Oh, dang. Awesome. Yeah, right. All right, brother. You have a safe and fun night, and we'll talk to you later. Ciao. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> all right everybody that was fun yeah but well, those so those of you that never seen it before that was kimberly going off yeah and i and i go off if there is something that just does not settle with me and that did not settle well with me i you and i both lived in utah you and i know what goes on there right i mean and that's part of the reason why you uh why, again, like Tom just mentioned, why they're losing members of the church. But let's yeah. get on. Let's get to the main yes. topic. Which is Tales of the Jedi. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Oh, that's what we're doing today. Isn't it? Yeah, Tales of the Jedi, four through six. All right. All right. Yes. All right, here we go. Pull this one up for you. You see that? Yeah, I can see it. You sure? All right. Well, if I can't see it, I got a tab. <laughs> the fuck, why you got a tab? What, what do I have to pay for now? <laughs> this tab's free. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, this tab's already paid for, I believe. <laughs> Steve, I love it. What? Well, you guys are talking about Star Wars? Wow. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and by next Tuesday night, Steve, we, we will be up through episode 10 of Andor, and we can save for you guys this full show. Yes. <laughs> Oh, but yeah. So, okay. Can you read that? Yeah, I can yes read or it. No? Yeah, I can read it. I know it. you're kind of blind. Well, yeah, I'm not saying I'm not. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I was digging through. So, so the funny part is, and, and I, I'll bring up Steve says from Rogue One Radio says, nice shirt, by the way. And uh, so the funny part is, we lost our oh, shirts. Shirts, yeah. Are used and abused. We've lost our own fucking shirts. They're yeah somewhere's in here. We hope. Yeah, we hope. I hope. I don't. I'm trying to remember. Did we have we worn them since we came back from your dad's funeral? I don't know if I don't think we have. I don't think I haven't seen them since then. Fuck. I hope we didn't leave them up there. But leave them. Hell, if I got left in, I mean, in um, not Henderson. Laughlin? Laughlin. I thought we cleared everything I out. Thought, Gosh, I hope they didn't get left there. Oh, well, well I mean, Laughlin's got a freaking used abuse shirt. Exactly. They we'll probably just... threw the trash anyways. All right, let's do this. Episode four, the Sith Lord. Lord. Yes. All At right. The, yes. You want me to start? No, I got it. Okay. At the Jedi Temple on Coruscant, Jedi Master Dooku 
in the restricted section of the Jedi Library. Once inside the computer system, ask him to enter his security clearance code. Dooku enters Master Sifo-Dyas's code. After the computer system authenticates his code, he accesses a file on the planet Camino and deletes all records of the planet from the Council's libraries. Dooku then mingles among the Jedi using the library's facilities. I love this part. I do too, because it actually explains a lot. Now we got Hannah. The sidebar. I was going to say, I haven't seen them. Talking about our using movies. Yeah. Yes, I love this part of it because, yes. It, I mean, we already had an idea who deleted them. Yeah, we did. But this just confirms it. Right, right. Uh, Dooku then Ming. Okay, we already read that. Yeah, Dooku meets Jedi librarian J- Jacosta. New. New who tells him that his former apprentice, Master Qui-Gon Jinn, fought a Sith Lord on Tantooine in the Outer Rim Territories. New remarks that both Jim and or both Jin and Dooku had great imagination, a quality that Dooku surmises is, surmises is increasingly lacking within the Jedi Temple. A reunion between a master and an apprentice. Oh, well, that's the headline there. Later, Master Master Jin walks with Master Yaddle. Jin notices that the word on his duel with Darth Maul has spread fast. Yaddle replies that Jin's statement to the Jedi Council was surprising. Dooku meets with Jin and asks him about the encounter with the Sith Lord. Jin describes his attacker as highly skilled warrior whom he believes was trained in the Jedi arts. Dooku asked if he believed that the attacker was a Sith Lord and concludes that the council was not eager to validate his conclusion. Jin confirms this was the case. Dooku responds that he has been warning the council about the coming darkness for years, but that they ignored his concerns. Yaddle thinks that Dooku is being unduly alarmed. When Dooku asks if she doubts his claim, Yaddle says that she does not doubt Jin's claim, but agrees that the council is right in being cautious until they know more. Dooku agrees with Yaddle that the Sith Lord not to be trifled with. He warns Jin that he won't be there to protect his former Padawan. Jin tells Dooku not to worry since he is Obi-Wan Kenobi's master. Jin gives a favorable appraisal for Kenobi's abilities. All right, hang on a minute. You're not controlling your own damn scroll. I can't. I'm a little short. Dooku says that he will like to meet Kenobi one day since Jin is always singing his praises. After Jin leaves, Yaddle notices that Dooku is looking sad. Dooku remarks that their students grow up so fast. Yaddle agrees and says that this is the way of things. Dooku takes his leave and walks away. Later, go ahead. Jin's passing. Later, Dooku visits the great tree that lies on the grounds of the Jedi Temple. Yaddle joins Dooku 
as he meditates, Dooku recalls that he used to bring Jin to the tree as a boy. The young Jin was fascinated with the tree, having been born on a planet of steel and stone like Coruscant. As the leaves fall, Yaddle tells Dooku that the Jedi Council is leaving for Naboo to attend the funeral of Qui-Gon Jinn. Dooku elects not to go, claiming that he will not be pleasant company. Yaddle asks Dooku if she holds a council if she holds the council accountable for Jin's death. Dooku replies that Jin has become one with the Force and that it is time to let him, I think it's supposed to be let him go. Oh, shoot, sorry. I zoomed it in and lost part of your screen. I apologize if I can. That's okay. Let him go. Yaddle questions if Dooku could leave without attending the former apprentice's funeral. Dooku heads to the Jedi Temple's hangar where he boards a DC-0052 speeder and departs. Yaddle follows Dooku in her own starship. Dooku travels to the Sith Lair in Coruscant's the the Works District. In Coruscant's the Works District. Yaddle follows Dooku's trail and parks her ship nearby. The The Sith Conspiracy. Inside the building, Dooku confronts his Sith Master, Darth Sidious, for letting Maul kill Qui-Gon Jinn. Sidious Sidious replies that both of them have lost an apprentice in service of their greater goals. Sidious says that the galaxy will not be remade remade without sacrifices. As Yaddle infiltrates the building, Dooku says that Jin could have been an ally. Sidious responds that Jin would have been an ally for Dooku. Dooku asks Sidious if he is questioning his loyalty. Sidious confirms this is the case. Dooku says that he has done everything that Sidious has requested. The Sith Lord says that he will ask more of Dooku. If they are if they are to succeed, Dooku lists his achievements, including dealing with Sifo-Dyas's Camino and the Cologne Troopers. Dooku says that he has betrayed everything and everyone he has known. Sidious compliments Dooku for his loyalty to a greater cause. Yaddle eavesdrops on their conversation. Dooku is upset that many have died because Sorry. I'm looking something up. So I apologize. Keep going. Keep talking. Alright. No, you can't use my tablets right here. Okay. Let me see here. Alright. Of his actions, Sidious replies that this is the price of freedom. The two Sith Lords are interrupted by Yaddle, who confronts Darth Sidious. Sidious asks Dooku if he has betrayed him. Dooku says 
this is not the case and walks towards Yaddle. Yaddle attempts to reason with Dooku as a fellow Jedi, telling him to help her regardless of his crimes. Dooku points out that she is aware of his actions in the service of the Sith Lord Sidious, tells Dooku not to believe Yaddle. Yaddle tells Dooku that she can or that he can make up for any crimes that he has committed by helping her bring the Sith Lord to justice. Dooku's Dooku's test. My goodness, please forgive me. Sidious reminds Dooku of his own disillusionment with the Jedi for blindly serving a corrupt galactic senate. That fails the Galactic Republic that it represents to prove his loyalty, loyalty, Sidious tasks Dooku with killing Yaddle. Yaddle, rep, <coughs> Yaddle represents the proof his loyal repre, that it uh, Yaddle represents. Oh my good gosh! By killing Yaddle, Yaddle tells Dooku that there is still a chance to make things right. Dooku says that it is too late before igniting his lightsaber. Yaddle says no and fights back with her lightsaber. The two engage in a lightsaber duel in the presence of Sidious. The nimble and agile Yaddle retreats into the lower hangar while Dooku searches for her. Yaddle tells tells her that she is on his side tells him that she is on his side and there's and that she stepped down from her position on the Jedi Council. Yaddle says that Dooku was right about so many things and that Jin did not have to die. Homing in on her location, Dooku uses a force to push away the starship she is hiding behind. Sidious laughs as the as the two engage in a second lightsaber duel, as Dooku maneuvers Yaddle, as as Dooku maneuvers Yaddle to the maw of the hangar, Yaddle eyes her ship. Dooku asks if she is being back, if she's heading back to the Jedi Council. Yaddle counters that. She, that it is Dooku who has run into the arms of evil. The two engage in a fierce lightsaber duel at the maw of the hangar. Dooku then uses a force to lower the gate, seemingly crushing Yaddle to death. Dooku then deactivates his lightsaber. Sidious tells his apprentice that he has done well. Okay, I'm going to sidebar real quick. Wrong one. And Emily Rose says he's back. Cool. So Tom was bringing up Yaddle talks normally. So uh, in 2018, Frank Oz gave an interview uh, where he talked about uh, ha- about the birth of Yoda's voice, and he told Neil deGrasse Tyson that he imagined Yoda's speech actually reflected the formal way Jedi spoke over 700 years prior. Is because that that's the way the original Jedi spoke. I was, I was explaining. 
It was very formal and eloquent language. He was trying to keep the formal Jedi language live while these surf kids are talking their language. <laughs> so there you go. Okay. So I, I had to look that up. I'm like, where was it? I, yeah. I knew I had it, but hey, Hector. Hi, Hector. And I'm glad you're back, uh, Lunar Girl. Yeah. And Backyard Tardis. Oh, be safe, brother. Yes, be very safe. Be safe on doing an eviction. And yeah. Or okay. are going into, I know when people leave shit, they leave. When they yeah. get evicted, they don't clean up very well. So please be safe. Yes, please do. Anyways, where the hell are you at, Kim? He has done well. Whatever follows that. He has done well. I Okay, sure. that is under Dooku's test. Find Dooku's test. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. All right. Can you, can you see him? Hallelujah. <laughs> I love when I stopped you right in the middle and then you forget where the hell you're at or you lose your spot. And tells him to rise. However, Yaddle survives and uses the force to lift the gate of the hangar, shining light on Dooku, the, one, the wounded Yaddle, then stumbles into the hangar and falls. In her last moments, she looks up to Dooku. When Dooku says that he is, he only wants to bring peace and order to the galaxy, Yaddle count, counters that so many have already suffered for what he calls order. Dooku offers to bring her peace and strikes her down with his lightsaber, killing her. Sidious watches in the darkness. That's not the line there, but that's what I was thinking when I saw it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. It was a very good episode. I mean, again, it's probably taking us longer to read about it than it is the actual episode. Yeah, but that's okay. But, again, I it, this is actually making us want to go back to actually watch Clone Wars now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Part of it is actually making us want to go see Clone Wars. Yeah. And then, of course, that means also watch Bad Batch. That's fine. You know, that's fine. What are you doing? What are you messing with, Kim? Nobody. I'm just, I'm just, I said hello to everybody. Oh. But I didn't say hello to Hector. So I said, hey, Hector. God, Kim, really? So I said, I called the, I said it in the microphone. I just didn't type it. So I typed it now. Okay. Type it now. Let's get on episode five. Practice makes perfect. This is an interesting, interesting episode. At the Jedi Temple, of course, on Anakin Skywalker is late. He runs through the halls. To a dojo where his Padawan of Sokotano practices against training remotes under the supervision of Jedi Master Tara Sanub. Other Jedi, including Obi Wan Kenobi, are also present. And Obi Wan sarcastically tells Anakin that he's right on time, meaning late. After Anakin has arrived, Snoob activates a ray shield around the center of the room, encasing Ahsoka as a set of new remotes designed to emulate battle droids. Surround her. Ahsoka is tested against the remotes, which she destroys quickly and easily. Afterwards, in the hallway, Ahsoka is not pleased that Anakin doesn't seem to be impressed by her results. On top of being late. Anakin admits that she's right. He isn't impressed because, in his mind, the test is far too easy. He tells Ahsoka that he thinks he doesn't think she will reach her full potential if she's only up against inferior remotes and promises to arrange her a proper test. 
Later, Ahsoka arrives at the military operations center aboard a gunship, only to be told by Anakin that she's late. He shows her into a large room where clone Captain Rex, why did it say clone trooper Captain Rex, is waiting for several clone troopers from the 501st Legion. Anakin explains to Ahsoka that he wants her to be good enough to hold out against Rex and the boys. Because if she can do that, she can't take any, anything the droids can throw at her. He has that training against living opponents will be more difficult because they are less predictable than droids. So a key part of the training will be sensing who will fire, fire first. The clones firm a circle around the socket and synchronize her lightsaber. Soka blocks the first stun shots, but is eventually taken out. She wakes up on the floor as Anakin reassures Rex that Ahsoka will be fine. Anakin tells her she's been unconscious for an hour and that Jesse wanted to apologize for how hard he stunned her, which he does from across the room. The respite does not last long, however, as Anakin has another round start. The training session goes on for some time as Ahsoka is stunned again and again and Anakin insists that she continue. At one point, Rex says he's not sure how much more Ahsoka can take and wonders if they should stop. By then, Ahsoka is waking up faster and the session continues on for a while. The training sessions continue on other days and in other places. Sometime later, after having built herself a Shoto lightsaber, Ahsoka trains against the 501st, who now wear Phase 2 armor in the hangar bay of the Jedi cruiser. Yet again, as Anakin watches, Ahsoka was able to hold out against them for more than five minutes the last time and employs acrobatic leaps and twists as she blocks more stun shots. The round ends with Rex stunning her. On board another Republic, Republic cruiser, Ahsoka and Rex walk down the hallway, choked with smoke and sparks. Signs of heavy damage, they stop outside the door. Rex puts her helmet on and says he hopes all of that training Ahsoka did will pay off. Um, that's he raises one of his blasters, blaster pistols to her back as if holding her prince, prisoner, and she puts her hands up to her head, agreeing with him. The door opens, and the two of them walk into the hangar beyond where Jesse and the troops of the 33rd, 332nd Division wait. Now we're getting a little continuity here. Yes. So, yeah, that episode ended like that. I was like, the fuck? Yeah, I was wondering why it ended like that. But again, that's because we haven't watched all the other stuff. That's true. So, let's they had a little continuity section here for this episode. We'll talk a little bit about it. The first part of the episode contains several contradictory timeline indications, according to Wikipedia, by the way. That's where we got this from. Uh, Tano's test is overseen by Tara Snoob, whom she first met in Lightsaber Lost, which is dated in 21 BBY. However, Jesse is wearing unpainted Phase 1 clone trooper armor, despite having painted armor in his first appearance. The deserter set before Lightsaber Lost in the official chronological episode order, as well as the comic 501st Plus One, which is set in 22 BBY. 
Caleb Doom is shown with a Padawan braid while following Depa Biliba around despite not becoming her Padawan until around 19 BBY. Tano also wears a brand new outfit during the episode for the episode's first Hold part. Can I, can I just, I mean, before you go on, I mean, do they really, I mean, do, besides people who are, well, I mean, watch this shit every day, right? Who really is picking this shit out? I have no idea. I mean, in my opinion, this, I mean, to, in my opinion, this becomes, and this is getting nitpicky. Yeah. Oh, I'm not painting the right colors because yeah. of a certain, I'm like, okay, are we getting a little, I mean, Anyways, oh. all right, well, go ahead, Kim. Tano also wears a brand new outfit during the episode's first part, different from her first or second Padawan outfits. The later, the latter of which is shown in the second part of the episode during the training session in a Star Destroyer hangar. The size of Tano's Montrals and Lacou. In this episode's first part, more closely match the character design introduced in Heroes on Both Sides, which include her second outfit. Her second outfit, Obi Wan Kenobi, is depicted with long hair identical to his Star Wars Episode Two Attack of the Clones hairstyle. Despite having short hair throughout Star Wars: The Clone Wars, the novel Brotherhood depicts Kenobi having cut his hair after receiving the Jedi Commander armor. He wears in the episode Anakin Skywalker's hair is also shorter than it was ever depicted on the Cologne Wars. Okay, so we just got talking about nitpicky, right? Yeah. And, and one of the things I talked about with you, it, part of the reason why, when we finally do do all Star Wars movie episodes... Yeah. The one thing I'm not going to, because I mean, otherwise I'll get nitpicky again, you know, about all this continuity stuff. Well, guess what? In episode five, we, there was no Qui-Gon Jinn. No, there wasn't. He told Luke to go see Master Yoda. Yeah, who trained him. Right. So, you want to talk about continuity problems? Yeah. Luke has started it first, but anyways, I, yeah, I put this in here just for a reason. Um, Mainly to point this out, but again, it, it's just, I mean, it's just nitpicky. Yeah, it is. When asked about these inconsistencies, Lucas Story Group, Lucasfilm Story Group member, Matt Martin suggested that Billaba and Doom were not master and apprentice yet and just happened to be sending time together. Also pointing out that Kanan 7 established that Doom knew Billaba prior to being her Padawan. Pablo Hidalgo also mentioned that having a Padawan braid did not necessarily indicate an apprenticeship or that Kanan 7 was featured, also featured Doom with a braid prior to being Bilba's Padawan. Ah, anyways. Episode 6. Yes. Resolve. Yep. The, the funeral. funeral. On Naboo, crowds gather in Thede to mark the funeral of Senator Padme Amidala. In the crowd, Senators Bill Organa and Mon Mothma Colleagues of the late Amidala stand together. Bell catches the sight of a familiar face in the crowd. Ahsoka Tana, former Padwan of Amidala's secret husband, Jedi Knight Anakin Skywalker. 
But Ahsoka vanishes almost as soon as Bell notices her. Bell follows Ahsoka into a colonnade of the royal palace and asks her why she came giving the danger. Ahsoka says that Padme was her friend and Bell responds that she couldn't have done anything for either of them. Noticing that a Cologne trooper patrol is approaching, Bell asks Ahsoka where her ship is, and she says it's by the river. Bell, Bell leads her away just before two Coruscant Guard shock troopers enter the Cologne colonnade. colonnade. At the, hey, Isaac. Go ahead. At the bow. Mm-hmm. At the balcony above the cliffs, up the river, by the river, Bell gives. <laughs> Goddamn, I can't kind of like this power. Bell gives Ahsoka. <laughs> Bell gives Ahsoka a calm link in case she needs help. But she initially refuses it, saying she's tired of fighting. The clones approach, seeing Bell on the balcony, but the senator turns back to find that Ahsoka has vanished. Having leapt atop the roof, Bell offers his identification when the troopers demand it and is told the area is out of bounds. The senator agrees to be escorted back to the fu- back to the funeral position. Procession, claiming the trying times have left him confused, but slips in some coded message as Ahsoka offering his (laughs) offering his help, reminding her of duty and suggesting that she indeed contact him after Bell I love how you just went all quiet while you read it. Uh, okay. Well, I popped that up and, and, and you're reading what DB wrote and yeah. you just went yeah. all quiet. <laughs> Reminded her of duty and suggesting that she indeed contact him after Bell and the Cologne troopers or the Colognes have gone, Ahsoka leaps below the balcony. She descends to the bottom of the canyon and returns to where her Y Wing Starfighter is parked with Rex and R7A7, waiting for her, and they depart once everyone is on board. Sometime later, workers at the small farm village work on a small farm village work on the harvest including sister and brother pair and an old man who supervises. Ahsoka Tana is among them. The siblings argue how many bales of the harvest should be put on the repulsal lift cart as the sister believes her brother is having the droids load too much weight. As a group breaks for a meal, the droid adds another bill, which provide, proves to be too much, causing the load to collapse onto the sister. She avoids injury or death, and the others believe she was lucky. But the sister spots that Togruta had Tor- she knows as Ashla in particular stands and realizes she used telekinesis to save her life. 
at the middle of the sister invites Ashla, who usually sits alone to join the group. They discuss the Galactic Empire, which the old man is wary of while the brother says the Emperor has brought peace to the galaxy and that only rebels are in any danger from the government. Later that night, the sister talks to Ahsoka and makes it clear she saw and what she what she did, but promising to keep her secret, Ahsoka denies everything, but the sister carefully says she'll see her in the morning for their trip to deliver to the harvest. What? Hold on. Kim's too short. She can't reach. Exactly. Uh, okay. My you see, you fucked me up. Oh, I'm sorry. Please, please, please get your shit together. Anyway, so they're, uh, the, the sister cheerfully says she'll see her in the morning for the tri- their trip to deliver the harvest to Mon Hella. The brother, however, overheard everything while hiding behind a building. In the morning, the old man and the brother see the two young women off, and Ahsoka is momentarily suspicious when the brother says, May the force be with you. The brother contacts the Empire about a Jedi at his settlement, expecting to be rewarded, but the Inquisitor who has sent razzes the settlement, leaving only the brother and the old man alive as his prisoners. The Inquisitor accuses the brother of lying to him when Ahsoka and, and the sister return that night. They find the settlement in flames. At first, the Inquisitor does not recognize her and attempts to reward the brother by executing him, but Ahsoka uses the Force to save him, revealing herself as a Jedi, causing the Inquisitor to realize who she is and claim that she should be dead. Ahsoka quickly disarms the Inquisitor of his double-bladed spinning lightsaber. I love that fucking lightsaber. I know. Before decapitating him, knowing the Empire would send reinforcement, Ahsoka tells the three survivors that they will have to leave. But as the sister tearfully tells her brother that she told him so, she asks where they could possibly go. Ahsoka contacts Senator Organa, who who arrives in the Tantive... Tantive 4. Tantive 4. To pick every sure you ever watch Star Wars? Yeah, I've watched Star Wars. I just don't remember ship names. Everyone up. The old man and the siblings board the Alderanian vessel with their belongings. And Bell tells Ahsoka he didn't think she was going to contact him after all. Ahsoka gives him back the calm link and tells and tells her that things have only gotten worse in the wider galaxy, asking if she's ready to rejoin the fight. Ahsoka pauses and nods determinedly. And it ends. Yep, and it ends. When it ended, the first thought through my mind was perfectly ended. Yes. I think it sets us up for the Ahsoka Tana story. Ahsoka, right story when it comes yeah, out. It's a good ton of story. Now, obviously, this thing is called Tales of the Jedi, so we're going to have more tales. This show itself is not over. No, it's not. And I can just imagine where, you know, I mean, as fans, we can... We can take it all different directions with know, each Jedi. Well, I mean, you know, who do you want to see next is really what the, yeah. question, the question is. Yeah, is, yeah. You know, who's, 
story do you want to see? Yeah. You know, I mean, we could see, you know, they could go way back, you know, uh-huh. 700 odd years and give us a Yoda. Yeah, they could. You know, Yoda as a youngling, you yeah. know, and going through the trials and, yeah. and going through it. That would be kind of cool, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, That's just my opinion. Yeah, 900 years, you look good. You do? It's true. <laughs> um, that TV pinched me. <laughs> <laughs> but this can go a lot a lot of ways you know i mean there's more you know besides the ones that we've had on screen mm-hmm. you know there are more jedi to talk about yes there is you no know, i mean we can they can go back and tell they can even go back as far as do some old republic stories yeah they can and maybe they will maybe they'll come out with some of the old republic jedis uh-huh that'd be freaking cool in my opinion. oh yeah I mean, that that'd be would. awesome that would um mainly because i'm getting in I know with the Marvel Unlimited, I've been I've read a lot of the Old Republic, um, yeah. Non, I mean now Legacy shit uh-huh. that used to be canon. Fuck you, Disney. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know. I I'm not. It's saying not just anything. Disney. I mean, actually, it is because as soon as they took over, they said all this stuff was gone, which I disagree with because George embraced it. Yeah, he did. You know, I mean, that's the one thing I'll give Lucas is. He embraced yeah, all of the um all the uh legacy books and you know, or what you know what he pretty much allowed everything to be canon, which fuck was awesome. Yeah expanded expanded universe. Exactly. You know, I mean pretty much Harry, Harry Potter. Star Wars started out with what Lucas was allowing is pretty much what uh I think it's they call it Potter Pottermore on website called Pottermore. Yeah, Pottermore. Where people can write all these different stories within the uh-huh. Harry Potter universe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the same thing that we dealt with back in, you know, the 90s. I didn't get into a lot of the books. Yeah. Because at that point in the 90s, I hated books. Yeah, I know. You know, but like for me, one of my favorite stories from the 90s, you know, was in the video game. I mean, obviously, there's also a book about it. There's also a soundtrack to it. The Shadows of the Empire. Oh, yeah. I love that story. I mean, while it was still, yes, it was told within our realm of Star Wars because it was in yeah. between, it was during uh, Empire Strikes Back uh-huh. up to the beginning of Primit's Return. Oh, okay. I mean, and Primit, your, your help is still his plans for the second Death Star. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And blame me, I try like hell to beat that fucker. Oh. I try like hell to fly out. And it, uh-huh. it finally dawned on me about the third, 53rd time of trying to get out of this uh-huh. thing where I wouldn't die. I'm like, wait, dumbass. He can't live. No. He Otherwise, can't. he would have been in Return of the Jedi. Exactly. But that was my point. It was like, I can get out of this fucking thing. Yeah. I know it. Yeah. But, but that yeah. Was, that was, I played that on the N64 back then. Oh, wow. But. Oh, what's, oh I can read the chat here. <laughs> LG beats me unmercifully, so I had to do something to feel powerful in some way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh God, I love them. I do too. And next week they're gonna be on. Yes, they are. We're gonna do a little Indiana Jones. We are. And we're not just gonna talk about the movies. No, we're talking about indie. We are. The man. We are. The myth. The legend. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, Lord. But anyways, we enjoyed Tells of the Je- Jedi. We did. 
we love the the shortness of them. Oh yeah, you gave it quick where you could watch it really quick. Uh huh. And then, obviously, what we said we talked about at the beginning of the show. We have now got up to episode six of Andor. Andor yes. By tonight, by we time, will could be caught up. <laughs> we're expecting to be fully caught up by the time we wake up tomorrow. Well, exactly. So we plan on watching uh, seven, eight, nine. Yes. And then once 10 comes out, because it'll be midnight here. Well, actually, no, wait. No, that was on the previous time. No, it'll be no, one here. It'll be one here, yes. See, this is why no one in the, that's why why nobody should change time zones or time changes in this country. Because now oh. that I live in Arizona, I'm confused as fuck. Oh, I know. I know. It's so much easier. I mean, besides the fall back and stream forward shit. Yeah. But I, I do like Arizona. Yes. But time don't change. Exactly. Anyways, next week, we're going to have Little Girl and Dragon Buddy on. Yes. We're talking Indiana Jones, the first episode of our patrons. Yes. And then the following week, on we, the 22nd. Yes. Which is Thanksgiving week, right? Yes, it is Thanksgiving week. And the fact that it's also, it's kind of also November 22nd, which means. Hold on. Hold on. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's the 19th. I think oh, it's not the 19th. Uh, no. You come down. Okay. So next. Yeah. Next week is the 15th. We'll be doing mm-hmm. Indy. And then the following week. Yes. We'll have, we'll be doing. Yes. Doctor. <laughs> doctor. Right. On the 22nd, which is also. Uh. God, 49-year anniversary of the assassination of President Kennedy. Yes, it like, is. Not 49 years. Oh, my God. On the wrong fucking decade. 49. Wait. No, that'd be 70s. Yeah. So it'd be 59. 59. Oh, yeah. Almost been 60 years. 2023 will be 60 fucking years. Yeah, it will. Yep. Wow. We're, I'm going to have to. I got to try to get a phone call done with my mom or something where I can record her. Talking about what she remembers. Yes. From, for, especially for the 60th, I need to reach out to a few family members. Yes. And see what they remember. I mean, I wasn't alive, obviously. No. I wasn't but, born for another eight yeah. fucking years. So, yeah. So, next year, or next, sorry, next week is Indiana Jones. With Little Girl and Dragon Buddy. Yes. The following week is uh, Doctor Who. This is the night. With, with Backyard Tardis. Tardis. Nick. Nick, this is the, uh, I believe it's the ninth doctor that will. I don't know, it's wherever it is the season one, one that's on HBO Max. Yeah, so we'll be discussing. Uh, yes, I think it's the ninth doctor. We'll be discussing that one. Yes, 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 Doctor Who. <laughs> you see who is excited about this. <laughs> next thing is she'll be going, and next year we're going to talk James Bond. That might be an idea. That's how far your idea went. I can see that. If I had, I need to find a toilet flusher. Yes, you do. That way, every time you come up with an idea I don't like, I just hit the toilet bowl. Okay. Sounds good to me. I don't know. I don't know. I, I got to think about James Bond. I know you do. It's not that I don't like the actors. I mean, I like all the actors. It's just too many fucking movies. Well, yeah. And too many actors playing one fucking character. Yeah. 
And each of the character, each of the people that played James Bond did at least three or four movies. Could you imagine the fucking outcry for fucking Star Wars if if all of a sudden Disney did that with like fucking Luke Skywalker? Oh, I know. Like all of a sudden you got fifty fucking movies and you got all these different fucking Luke Skywalkers. Oh, I know. I know. I love how it, it's like accepted in the James Bond world. Yeah. But you try to anything else, and people are gonna lose their shit. Well, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, we recommend, we highly recommend Tales of the Jedi if you have not watched it. It's on Disney Plus. Sorry we didn't give you a warning about spoilers, but we're not used to doing stuff newer. No, we're not. (laughs) So, but yes. But definitely later tonight and or episode nine, Rogue One Radio at 8 p.m. Eastern. Right here on YouTube. Also, tomorrow night, one of my favorite artists. Yes. The boys over at the Escape Pod are going to be talking about weird fucking Al Yankovic. Yes. Fuck yes. Yes. I remember the first time I heard a song by him, and oh, my God, I was in love. Oh, yeah. I enjoy it. And there's, there's not a song of his. He's kind of like with. Uh-huh. He's on that Motley Crue range for me. Okay. Where there's not a song I don't like. All right. You're going to have to excuse me. Why? Because. We're killing it. Uh, well, we We're ending the show. Okay. You can't hold it for five more fucking minutes? I can. At this point, if you're any water trickling, you know why. <laughs> Anyways, until next week, we are using the views... We will be talking in Indiana Jones. Have a great night, a great weekend. Be kind to everyone. Peace. Peace. Good night, everybody. Good night. Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. Red5network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to Red5network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network.